Desks and Dusters, PBJ Cleaning Depot's very own podcast. We are going to have so much fun on this adventure together. We are going to talk to our reps. We are going to talk to my fellow employees. And we're going to see what's going on right here in our own community. Hey, everybody. What is going on? Welcome to episode 54 of Desks and Dusters. It is Wednesday, October 27th, and we are just four days away from Halloween. We're going to start our show off with our land acknowledgement. Our land acknowledgement here in North Perth is that we sit on land traditionally occupied by the Anishinaabawaki, Odawa, and Mississauga of the Mississauga First Credit Nation. All right, you guys, so episode 54, we have a very special guest joining us from CKNX News. It's Ryan Drury. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. Now, Ryan, this year, PBJ Cleaning Depot is sponsoring OHA Hockey This Week on CKNX. How often do folks get to hear local hockey on your station? So through the regular season, we do broadcasts on Friday nights, every Friday throughout the season. Generally, what we try and do is flip-flop between covering the Listowel Cyclones one week. So for Enlistable one week, uh, we're in a junior C rink. Uh, the following week, we try and divvy it up as best we can, depending on the schedule. Um, so, I mean, for instance, this Friday, we're going to be in Wingham, Wingham versus Mount Forest Patriots. Uh, the following Friday, we'll be back in Listowel. So we try and divvy it up between the two leagues as best we can, and uh, people can tune in every Friday. And once the playoffs roll around, which usually for Junior C starts in late January, early February, Junior B is usually late February, um we pick up every Listowel Cyclones playoff game for as long as they're in the playoffs and we follow the Pollock Division playoffs all the way through and whoever comes out of the Pollock Division we follow them on into the provincial tournament so you covered the GOJHL and the PJHL yeah yeah correct the PJHL Junior C League uh which is the largest hockey league in the world um, they have 63 teams. We cover the seven that make up the Pollock division. And uh, we, we cover the GOJHL as well, pretty much just exclusively doing Listowel Cyclones games because they're, they're right there in our area. Now, folks can also hear you almost every day on CKNX doing news, weather and sports. How did you get into the hockey side of things? Well, when I started at CKNX, that's coming up on six years ago, um, they they already were carrying the hockey games. That's something that, you know, my boss, Steve Sabrin, started with his old boss, Scott Pettigrew. They're the two guys that started uh, OHA hockey uh, on CKNX. And I believe I could be wrong. This I think this is our 18th season. Um, I believe they started doing games when Listowel made the Cherry Cup in 2003 or four off the top of my head. And uh, it went really, really well. They called the Cherry Cup final um, when Listowel won. And uh, it, it was a big success. And they just thought, why don't we continue this and make it a weekly thing? And um, CKNX has been carrying Cyclones games and uh, the Pollock Division. Of course, it used to be the Western Junior C. Uh, league they've they've had that property on the air for a really really long time now so it was already in place when I joined I'm obviously a huge sports fan and um, Steve kind of recognized that right away and uh, I'd already you know had a bit of previous experience calling the OHL Gold Cup uh, their premier under 15 tournament 
And right before I started at CKNX, I called uh, an event for Hockey Canada, the uh, under 18 Women's National Championship, um, literally right before I started at station. So Steve, you know, kind of looked at my resume, figured I'd be a good fit. And I've been doing games with Steve and Scott Bridge ever since. Now, Scott Bridge is another one of our amazing PBJ Cleaning Depot Group employees. We love having Scott aboard. Now, I know you've switched from play-by-play and color commentating. Do you mind just giving a little explanation of the difference between the two for those who maybe don't know the backside of the broadcasting? Yeah, so play-by-play generally, if, if I'm working with Steve, it's it's kind of his show. He, he'll he do the play-by-play. If it's Scotty and I, um, I'll shift over and do play-by-play. I know Scott's done it before too, um, and Scott will do color. But basically the... The material difference between the two is if you're the play-by-play guy, it's literally what it sounds like. You're you're calling the action as it happens and describing it to people. The color commentary is adding color to the broadcast. So piping in with little factoids, little thoughts about the, the recent play. Generally, you hear them pop in. If there's a, a little break in play, maybe the pucks down the ice teams are changing. Most of the time you're hearing the color guy talk when um, there's a whistle and a break in play, you pop in, get, maybe throw a little stat out, something like that. So that's basically the difference. Uh, color, you get to generally kind of sit back as the play is happening while your play-by-play guy breaks everything down. And then you kind of bounce off his energy and react to what he just described to the viewers or listeners. So you've been at this for just about six years now. What kind of feedback from the local community have you gotten about these local hockey games broadcasted? Well, really positive. I mean, um, the communities that we cover in terms of the OHA, um, you know, they they love us and and we love them right back. I mean, to be matter of factly, we wouldn't be able to do this without listeners and without all the sponsors that we have, like PBJ being our, our key sponsor this year, um, uh, joining up. And we really appreciate that, right? Because, I mean, this is this was a passion project of Steve and Scott Pettigrew's when they started this thing, um, you know, 17, 18 years ago. And, and that is the way it is now. I mean, I feel lucky to be involved with the product and and do these games with Steve and Scott. I think we have one of the best radio crews in the province and um, you know, whatever small part I play in that is, is an honor really. And um, you know, the response is always great all the teams. We have a great relationship with the teams, the management, the coaches, the players. I mean, over the years, you know, in junior guys age out, we've had tons of guys like reach out to us on Twitter, send us an email and, and just say, you know, we really appreciate you guys doing this. You make us feel like NHL players. My family listen to every game like, you know, it's that that's huge to these guys. Right. So um, we've we've received generally nothing but love and positive support from all of the towns that we cover and all the teams that we get to cover every week. That's amazing. And I know specifically because I used to volunteer with the Waterloo Siskins, they love tuning in when the Siskins are in Listowel, especially players who are from out of town, players who are from the States, their parents absolutely love listening to OHA Hockey this week on CKNX. And since they're not here, they also get the chance to listen on air over the internet. So what, there's three channels with CKNX, which channel hosts OHA Hockey this week? 
So DOHA is on our AM station, um, AM 920, uh, our classic country station. Um, we like we like to say real country. And um, yeah, we, we host the games there. We always have a pregame show, the OHA this week, um, where we, you know, we, we really try and give people uh, a professional grade broadcast. That's what we consider what we're doing, professional grade. And we try and um, give people what they would uh, hear on a big time broadcast, a full scale pregame and postgame show, intermission reports. Um, you know, we dive into talking to the players. We always have a featured guest um, as part of the pregame show. Um, usually people will come up and say hi to us. Sometimes we get people that'll jump right on, um, you know, in the middle of games. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. So you can hear us on CKNX AM 920. And uh, like you mentioned online, you can stream us on cknx.ca. Um, you just have to go up into the right corner and click listen live. And when the game is on, you can stream it on the internet, wherever you are. Now, this isn't something you can't just wing by the seat of your pants. There's preparation. There's work that goes into these. What does the kind of prep work and the pre-work before a game look like for color commentators and play-by-play? Well, generally, um, and, and it's been an even bigger challenge this year because of COVID, so many guys unfortunately had what would have been their overage years, you know, essentially stolen from them, which is really unfortunate. And, you know, I know there are bigger things to be worried about in the world right now, but, you know, that that's that sucks for a lot of guys that, you know, wanted to play their last games with their friends in their hometowns and it kind of got taken away. So, um, you know, we have to pay attention to everybody on the rosters. We've got to, um, you know, be online checking the websites. Thankfully, like the PJHL and the GOJHL both have great websites that are uh, new and improved this year. They put a lot of work into improving the interfaces and keeping things up to date, which really help people like us. Um, but yeah, generally the approach is, I guess, a little different play by play. You want the roster, you want everything up to date. You want to learn guys' names. That's the challenge of it at the start, especially this year is there's so many new players. There's so many rookies. Um, so, you know, the early parts of the season are kind of calling the GM saying, you know, how do you say this guy's name? That's a big thing. I think that's the biggest thing in sports broadcasting. You want to say guys' names, right? I mean, you know, like you said, their parents could be listening. It's a respect thing. You want to say their name properly. Um, so that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, for color where you're adding all those little finer details, there's a lot of studying that goes in. I mean, for instance, this Friday, Wingham out for us, um, Scott and Steve are going to be doing the game. I imagine Bridgie's going to be looking at his iPad and looking at stats. He's going to rat, be able to rattle off during the game, the leading scorers, their hometowns, their, where they came from in minor hockey. Like you want all those little details to do that, add that color to the broadcast. So yeah, there's a lot of prep work. We don't just show up at the rink, turn the microphone on and start, you know, yelling in the microphone. We, we put a lot of time, passion and effort into properly covering these leagues. And it's very true because I've, I've stood beside you guys in the arenas while I'm working for my video company, covering junior hockey for video purposes. I see all the papers. I see Scott with his iPad. I see how much work you generally put in to just one game. And it's a lot. And like we mentioned, PBJ Cleaning Depot Group is the title sponsor. But if someone else wants to throw their name in the hat and maybe toss an ad out during a game or something like that, is that possible? 
I would assume so. I, I mean, I'm probably not the best person to answer that question in terms of advertising, but um, our staff at CKNX are the best. They're really easy to get a hold of. Um, I mean, I guess the easiest person to filter something through would be our general manager, Jeff Irwin. His email is really easy to find on basically all of our CKNX property websites. And um, whether that's 1017 or, or Cool 94.5, or CKNX AM920, um, if people wanted to get involved and get some more advertising out there, which I mean, we're, we're always um, welcoming to anybody who wants to get involved with the hockey broadcasts, that would probably be their best route to, to try and do that. How important is it for people to get behind their small town radio stations? Well, it's huge. It's really important. I mean, especially now. And I mean, I, I obviously have a stake in saying that it's important. I mean, it's what I do for a living, but it, it is important. Um, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can to provide everybody with, um, of course, sports, which is, you know, my main focus, my main passion, of course, but we're trying to give everybody an up-to-date look at what's going on in their communities, what's going on at council, uh, which is a, a huge part of small towns, your municipal government. Um, we've got a small staff, but we've got a dedicated staff. We're covering a really large area. We cover five counties. Um, that's hard to do with six or seven people, but we do the best we can. And, and trust me when I say we care about covering these communities and bringing people as much local news as we possibly can. Because let's be honest, this, the city stations and networks, they're not coming down here to Midwestern Ontario. They're not covering, unless something massive happens, how else are we supposed to get our local news besides our trusted local radio stations and news providers? Yeah, I mean, and it's the industry's in a bit of a funny place that way in terms of, you know, city stations. They're, they're short-staffed too. I mean, there have been a lot of cutbacks in the industry. The industry's changed a lot. It's not like it was in the 70s and 80s where um, you, you had a lot of small local television stations. Of course, CKNX had a television network for a long, long time. Um, and, it, and it's gone now, of course. Um, you know, the internet obviously changed a lot of things. Things are available a lot easier to people. But the thing about um, internet news, which of course we, we cover all the stuff that we do on our, our website as well, cknxnewstoday.ca. Um, you know, they're, they're not able, like I said, uh, from bigger city centers to cover smaller areas like this, they're short staffed too, and they've got to look after a city. Um, so we're, we're trying our very best to be able to provide news that, you know, generally wouldn't be available to people. Um, if, if outlets like ours, you know, aren't around, um, and there are a lot of small stations around the area, around the province around the country. And um, yeah, it's been a struggle. It's, it's been different, but I think that we're in a good position where we, uh, we have such a dedicated following. We have dedicated listeners that trust our product. And, you know, obviously the hockey is a big part of that. And, and we appreciate that in, in every respect. Now, you mentioned that this Friday is going to be Steve Sabrin and Scott Bridge doing Mount Forest uh, in Wingham. That's right. Why? Where will you be? I'll be somewhere else. Uh, I will be in Guelph calling the Guelph Storm game um, this year. I've, I've been lucky enough to uh, 
been offered the job to take over for the legendary Bill Granger, who was the color commentator in Guelph for 18 years, um, alongside Steve Fitzsimmons, who's been doing play-by-play for Rogers TV um, for 20 years. This is Steve's 20th season, uh, which is incredible. And Steve and I have a really good relationship. And uh, I was lucky enough to get offered the position when Bill um, made the decision to retire and step away. And, uh, you know, I don't take that lightly. Um, Bill and Steve have been doing a a great job covering the storm for a long time with Rogers. And uh, I don't know if you could find anybody that knows more about the Ontario Hockey League than Bill. And uh, I've been lucky to work with him a number of times. He's a fantastic guy. And for him to kind of give me his blessing, if you will, and, and allow me to, you know, not step into his shoes, but kind of pick the shoes up and take them forward is a big thrill for me. I've been watching the Guelph storm since I was a little kid. They were the closest OHL team to me. And we went to a lot of games when I was young. And um, so, yeah, I will be in Guelph on Friday calling the Owen sound attack Guelph storm game. What advice would you have for local kids who want to get into broadcasting sports broadcasting specifically? reach out to people. I mean, that's, that's ground zero right there. Just reach out and and make connections with people in the industry, even uh, at places like CKNX or, or, you know, if you're lucky enough to have some sort of broadcast outlet in your hometown, reach out to somebody there and start a dialogue, get some advice on maybe potentially doing some interning, doing some volunteer work at the studio, get yourself uh, an opportunity to get in a broadcast outlet and see what goes on behind the scenes. Because, you know, I I think a lot of people think, you know, we walk into the station and turn a switch on and we, we talk into the microphone. Like there's a lot of prep work that goes into it. It doesn't matter, matter whether it's sports news, weather, whatever. Uh, There's a lot of preparation. It's a lot of hard work. And, um, you know, the people that you see on screen or hear behind the mic are a small percentage of what's actually going on. There's a lot of support around that. So uh, I think the biggest thing would be to reach out to people if you're interested in a career like this and start a dialogue, um, get some advice from them, some tips and tricks. And I mean, if, if anybody's listening to this and, and want to reach out to me, I'd, I'd be happy to take your questions. I'm pretty easy to find on social media at CKNX underscore Drury, uh, D-R-U-R-Y. Um, and my work email, you can send me an email if you want. It's rdrury at blackburnmedia.ca. No, that's amazing. You guys, there's so much that people don't know about what goes on behind the scenes. Like I interned with Belt Media, TSN, and the advice that the most incredible Kate Burness gave me was, even if you do screw up someone's name, just be confident in it. Make it sound like you knew what you were doing. You never want to screw up something, but you got to show off your confidence sometimes. I Yeah, 100%. I mean, I've met Kate once in passing. She's awesome. Um, Yeah, she's a pro. And, and that's great advice. I mean, you're, you're going to make mistakes. Like, that's just the reality of it. And I mean, um, even if you're doing a pre recorded segment, like you're going to make mistake. The nice part about that, of course, is you can go back and cut it. But I mean, you know, storm games or the hockey games or whatever, we we fumble guys' names sometimes. You just you just correct yourself and move on. Don't don't dwell on your mistakes. The very best make mistakes. Al Michaels made mistakes. Joe Buck makes mistakes. Joe Bowen makes mistakes. Like 
you can't dwell on that stuff. You got to be confident in yourself, understand that everybody is going to make a mistake on live television or radio and just move past it. Now, if there's anyone out there listening who wants to get into sports broadcasting, here's my advice to you. It's never too late. I'm almost 30 years old. How do you guys think I got Michael Landsberg and Tara Sloan to come on here? Because I reached out. And then that's how we got you. Well, besides the fact that we live together because we're dating. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. I I guess I was maybe the easiest get of all time. I think you just yelled down the hall at me. But um, no, uh, that's that's the best start out advice I could give anybody. And that's probably true of just about any industry. You know, reach out to somebody. It's intimidating, sure. I mean, but uh, reach out to somebody that's doing what you think you're interested in doing beyond broadcasting. If, you know, if you want to be a carpenter, go find a carpenter and ask them some questions. Generally, people are really fired up when someone shows interest in the career they're doing. And they generally 99% of the time I've certainly found in broadcasting are more than happy to shoot you some advice, give you their email and say, hey, send me an email, write it, write a story for me and let me look over it. You know what I mean? Like, a large majority of the people I've met in this industry have been really great to reach out to very forthcoming with their time and generally want to help the next group of people that are going to come along. Right. We, we can't all do this forever. There's got to be somebody coming in behind us. Right. So, you know, you, uh, and that's, that's what I would say to veterans in the industry too. Don't be afraid to help people out. Absolutely. Well, folks, you know what to do. If you see the CKNX OHA Hockey This Week brought to you by the PBJ Cleaning Depot Group in your local arenas, make sure you give Steve, Ryan, or our very own Scott Bridge a wave, say hello, say thank you. Be sure to tune in to AM920 and go online to CKNX. You can listen there and stream the games live because we know firsthand how important it is to support local. And this is supporting local, supporting local players, supporting local coaches, all the way through the organization of people who just have a true love and passion for the game. Ryan, I can't thank you enough for sitting down with me uh, at our own kitchen table. Uh, we will be back next week with episode 55. We will be getting into some November specials and we'll see where the weather takes us because as we can tell, Mother Nature is showing us how powerful she is. All right, everyone, you know the drill. Be nice to everybody. Smile. Hold the door open for someone. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Be sure to catch guests and testers on all your favorite podcast platforms like CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join us for Desks and Dusters through PPJ Cleaning Depot every other week.